You're tuned to We Find Hidden Money with host Neil Evans. In each episode, he interviews influencers from every genre of business. One of them might just spark that idea that ignites your bottom line. Here's Neil. Thanks, Jules. Welcome to We Find Hidden Money. We're on location here in beautiful Buena Park, California, home of Knott's Berry Farm, of course, Snoopy. And we're here with Trent Clark. Trent is a custom clothier and he is an amazing guy. He has been dressing judges, trial lawyers, doctors, uh, everything you can imagine. CEOs of large companies have been doing it for 23 years. So he knows how to dress you. He's also known as Trent the Gent in circles around here. And it's really great to have you on We Find Hidden Money, Trent. Well, thank you, Neil. It's a pleasure being here with you today. Great. Well, first of all, can you tell us what is a custom clothier? So what I do, Neil and audience, I design and create custom wardrobing experiences for successful individuals. So you still might say that really didn't answer the question, Trent. (laughs) So I want to be accountable for my clients images and so and what image they want to portray to the world and so one of my first questions that i ask when i begin the whole consultation would be how do people perceive you and then obviously they would answer that question and then my follow-up question would be how do you want to be perceived and normally i find that there's those are two different answers. And so it's my job as their wardrobe advisor, as their custom clothier, to help them get to how they want to be perceived. And so as we know, it's, it's, it's very important. So we can start with just the law of attraction. And if they know the types of individuals that they want to attract, that they want to work with, that they want as clients, that they even might want as a mate or a significant other. I can help them with their image and then those types of people will obviously be attracted to them. Great, now do do you just advise them as a counselor or do you actually supply the clothing as well or both, what, what, which, tell me. Yes, so both, I am a, I'm a consultant first and foremost and so I go in with my clients and we meet either at their offices or at their homes and at that point in the majority of the time since I meet with most of my clients during the day I would meet with them at their offices and that works too and because obviously I save them a ton of time and when we're talking about hidden money I don't want to sound too cliche-ish but obviously we know that money is equated to time So by meeting at someone's office, they don't have to worry about going to the mall, going to some high-end store in Rodeo Drive, wherever it may be. I bring everything to them. Now, when I meet with someone at their home, that's probably the optimal situation because at that point, their closet is accessible. And so we can get into the closet. I can see exactly what they have. I can let them know if I would recommend if they would still continue to wear that garment or garments within their their closet. Or of course I can say we have some holes here, let's augment, you know, this if it's suits, if it's sport coats, 
how many social, what type of social functions do you attend, how many formal events do you go to per year. And so after we learn all that about the clients, then I can have a better idea of exactly what ought to be within their wardrobe. How did you get into this, Trent? Oh man, well that's a, that's a long story that I'm sure your, your audience, <laughs> they don't want to listen to that. But it was by happenstance. I have always been in some type of sales. Um, and so the, the truth of the matter, right, I, I am in sales, but I just happen to sell high-end custom clothing and sometimes high-end off-the-rack clothing as well for the listeners. But I, um, I was a recruiter in the early 90s, a headhunter, and I know I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. And then I started to dabble in some other things. I uh, worked as a merchandiser at Procter & Gamble a, a little bit on a part-time basis. They wanted me to come on full-time. That was a very nice offer, but I declined that. And I met these gentlemen down in Newport Beach. And I always had an affinity for clothing. So even as a young gentleman, I, I was known, like, let's say in, in the um, yearbook in, in high school, they didn't put Trent Clark as my heading under my photo. They put Calvin Klein Jr. So no one would <laughs> be surprised great. that I'm in the clothing business. I just, it was one of those things growing up, you always heard, follow your passion. There you go. And so so would, you, would you say that uh, this is more art or science? <laughs> I appreciate that question. <laughs> I actually consider myself an artist. And so some people say, are you a designer? I will not go that far. I would say that's really designers of ladies couture clothing. That would be a designer. But as far as being able to picture what someone should have on and should wear according to their profession, according to their personalities, right? I have some clients that I'm speaking, I'm thinking of one in particular, he's a life insurance agent. And you would think that there would be very, that person would be typically very conservative. This one gentleman that I have, he has a gregarious personality and he wears just loud clothing. And, but it works with his personality. Oh, wow. And so I would say it's an art, but therefore, I, I'm the consultant, but I also have to be trained in measuring. So I go in and I measure my clients after the garment is, is um, after I do the fitting on the garment, I have to mark the, 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 the garment. So that would be a science. I really have to be very particular and very good at measuring individuals so we yeah, can have an sure. optimum fit. Yeah. I know it used to be, at least when I was in corporate America, everybody get dressed up. But what's the tenor these days? The tenor these days would be, how many years ago was that when we talked about casual Fridays? Mm -hmm. And casual Fridays turned into casuals Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. <laughs> and so that tends to be the tenor for most individuals in the workforce these days. However, that does not tend to be the tenor of my clients. Uh, my clients still understand, they, they understand that they have a certain image that they need to uphold. They want their image to precede them. And all these things make them look more like the expert that they are. 
So if they're walking around in jeans, and I can say this right now because I happen to have on jeans right now, be them pink as they are, but they are still jeans, but they will know that that's something that they wouldn't want to put out there into the workforce when they're meeting with a the client. They, they have a certain image to uphold. And so it's my job to make sure that I'm accountable for their, their image and their look. And so when they're out there, they, they, they know that individuals want to talk to them just because of the way that they carry themselves. Gotcha. So, I mean, you've, you've, you've sort of talked to this, but why would somebody want to use uh, a custom clothier? Well, I appreciate that question as well. I don't know why someone would want to use a custom clothier because most of my clients already, either they are into their image and they understand that they, they just love to look a certain way and to be perceived a certain way. And, and so that's already the, their mindset going into it, even, even before we start working together. So, so for the person who does not necessarily have that mentality, that person would not be my client. I can't take someone who's not a fashion plate and to make them into a clothes horse because it is a mentality. They, they have to already understand the, the virtues of dressing um, in, in high-end clothing. So, so I don't know if I really answered your question why they would want to do that, but my clients want someone to be accountable for their image. Right. I, I was just thinking about, let's say, the the CEO executive, I, I actually have a couple in mind that I know that, you know, like to feel like they're dressing well for their for their role, but really they could use the help. You understand what I'm, where I'm going with that? So we've got listeners out here that are CEOs and directors of large companies, et cetera, et cetera, this podcast goes out to. And, um, you know, what would you say to them? Well, as I said before, if they, they're probably very successful individuals that, you, that you're referring to, but that does not mean that there isn't another level of success for them. And so if they are trying to figure out how to get to that level, I think it would be in their best interest to at least have a conversation with someone like me. And then that way, once they're in the garments, they're going to feel more confident. They're going to maybe even feel a little bit more successful. And as we started off in this, right, if, if they believe in the law of, of attraction, then everything else will come and, and follow that. I got gotcha. you. Could you actually talk about how your process works, like kind of step us through? So let's say you get a new engagement with a, with a client. How do you start and where do you go next and where do you go next? And then how do you finish, finish up? Okay, once again, I uh, don't know if your listeners want to hear all this, but so I, I start with an initial consultation. Okay. And so I find out exactly, you know, what are they currently wearing? And if we are meeting at their homes, as I mentioned before, I can get into the closet and it's, it's right there for me to see. After we ascertain some of the, the better goods that they've been buying, we will address fit. So then I want to see those garments on them and see what the, the fit might be. 
And so a lot of times people will equate high-end garments with perfect fit. And a lot of times the way we look at ourselves in a mirror, we may not actually be seeing what others see. And so it's really good that they have another set of eyes, my eyes, and I would I wouldn't say that I am biased. Most people probably would think I'm very biased because I want that person to be in my garments, which is true, because I can't be accountable for their image if they're only in my garment one day and then the other four days of the week they're wearing something else. So we talk about fit. And then at that point, once again, we talk about their profession. We will address their social activities. We will address formal events, as I mentioned before. And then we'll start measuring. I'll measure the whole body, take, take you know, body measurements, take measurements off of their um, garments that they like the most. And then we'll look at cloth and we'll start picking out cloth and start designing the, the garment. Wow, that's quite a, quite a process <laughs> actually though. So yeah, the first time we'll, we'll probably take at least two hours. Oh wow, okay. I, I know we mentioned a couple of genres of business people that you work with, but could you Tell us generally who, what, what genre of business people you, you do work with. Generally, public speakers, and I include trial attorneys in, in that genre. So public speakers have always been great clients for me. They're in the public eye, they're on a stage. Um, same with trial attorneys, they, especially if there's a jury, I've had certain um, trial attorneys tell me that even sometimes the judges can't take their, their eyes off of a, a tie per se. And I, I don't know if that's a, a good thing, <laughs> but um, it's definitely a, a compliment. Wow. So public, public figures would be a, a, another good one. So if it's judges, um, politicians, and as you said, just everyday CEOs, entrepreneurs would be great clients. I, I would assume that if you get somebody um, feeling good about their image, it is going to pay off in spades because when you, when you feel good about yourself, you're probably going to be more productive and that translates into money. It's one, really one of the reasons I have you on We Find Hidden Money today because this is a uh, maybe it's difficult to measure the ROI, but you could feel the ROI. There you, you go. Yeah. So there's that old phrase, you look good, feel good, and you play, I'm gonna say it right, play well. <laughs> they used to say play good, but yes, it, it all goes hand in hand. And so you, Can you work with people outside, we're here in California, as I mentioned, but can you work with people that are out of the drivable area, as you would? Yes. That becomes very difficult. Most individuals want their clothiers to be local to them because it just makes the whole process easier and especially if they're in a jam and they need something turned around very quickly. I do have a lot of clients, um, given the state of, of California, that they're leaving California to go to other states that might be a little bit more friendly on the state taxes. And so, um, so I can still I can still deal with those individuals because I've already have a paper pattern on them. I, I know what they like and dislike, so I have a pretty good idea of certain cloth to show them. And obviously with Skype and all the technology these days, I can 
um, interact that way. But in order to really be effective at this whole process, getting together would be um, probably more conducive. And so, yes, if someone is looking at doing complete wardrobes, I will travel. Yeah, I know you mentioned to me that you're working with client in New York. Yes. So, um, as I said, he transplant, and so he, I, I knew him when he was in California. Now he happens to be in New York. I have some in some other states, and, and I have one in a Atlanta. I have a client that lives in Virginia. So, and we continue to do business. Gotcha. You develop that relationship. And yes. Keep that relationship. So, Trent, uh, if our listeners would like to know more about your services or custom clothier in, in, in general, how can they reach out to you? I would say the best thing to do, because unlike a lot of clothiers who are trying to sell online these days, that's just not my MO and how I do it. So I would highly suggest that they either reach me directly um, via phone. Should I give that yeah, right now? Yeah, please, please um, go ahead. Area code 562-500-6348. Say it again, please. Uh, area code 562-500-6348. Or they could always send me an email, which would be productive. That's Trent Clark at Upper Echelon ltd.com and i'm sure you'll find a way for them to spell echelon okay great <laughs> i i hope our uh, listeners can spell echelon <laughs> for sure well trent it was really great to have you on the program today uh like i said it's a very very interesting profession to me a good mix of art and science and i hope to see you again on the show and we'll talk about some some more good stuff huh great no thank you for um sharing this with everyone and I appreciate your time. All right, that's a wrap. Check out our cheat sheet at www.wefindhiddenmoney.com. We just might find some hidden money for you in your own backyard.